Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, Cox ATA, and RNA Sports proudly bring to you the undisputed World Tag Team Champions, the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, Nerd Thug Radio. Did you get we're radio tag team champions? <laughs> I wanted to say heavyweight radio, but then I was like, no, there's two of us here, so I need to say tag team, and then that's uh, been a long day. <laughs> it all fell apart. It's, <laughs> it's all fell apart. a long day. Welcome, Conroe, to Nerd Thug Radio. You were listening to us. See, here I go again. <laughs> on Conroe's FM 104.5. 106.1 Sister Stations Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com I'm still feeling that hangover lag from uh, Cadets Con yesterday Yeah? Been a good time on Saturday there. Yeah, it was a great day We got to do a lot a of stuff, day. man We played some uh, some gameage there was, I mean, there were so many gaming folk there If you didn't come out there, you missed out Yeah, that was like the hot topic of the whole day Was all the games going on That room, the game room, was popping The game room was popping Big boys popping, games dropping we had a lot of fun. Okay, I see what you're doing there. Yeah, we had a lot, a lot of fun. But uh, now it's Monday. The real world's back to order. And uh, Why would you say that? And everyone else is at their real jobs. Why would you even say that? And we're going to try to pump you up and get you ready for the weekend. Why would you say that? I don't know. It's episode 151. We're doing things different here on Nerd Thug Radio. Oh. Not really. Oh, okay. Same old, same old. So, different or not different? Well, we're getting back to the weekly top three this week. Okay, all right. So, samesies? Sa- okay. Yeah. So not different? Not different at okay. all. No, it's still the same old witty banter, two fat guys talking nerdy. Where's the other fat guy? Who are we talking about? I don't know. I mean, you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't agree to this. You're the one who came up with the tagline, two fat guys talking nerdy right, to our little was, brother. But that was when Nico was chubby, and I thought I was younger than him. You were never the not fat one in the group. <laughs> that was back when I was the skinnier of the, all three of you us. You were skinnier. Then yeah. I just let myself go. I said, you know what, Radio World? No one's going to see my face. Yeah. I'm gone. So uh, I'm done. Jen uh, at uh, Space Cadets was talking to me about doing some TV stuff again. And uh, I told her, I said, look, I'm, I'm just too ugly for national. <laughs> and she was like, no, you, you – you're very talented. And I was like, yeah. So on the horizon, I, and I mean, I'll say this cause they won't hear it. Uh, but, uh, they're thinking about doing like a week or uh, live nerd news show or something. Not live, but yes. A recorded that, one. Yeah. And so, so uh, that's what she was talking to me about. Our boy, the, yeah, our boy, Jay Woods, uh, hit me up a couple weeks ago and it's like, Hey, do you guys ever want to do some more stuff with Woodlands online? I said, we can talk even though you've never played, uh, episode one of our hero clicks world championship yeah, yeah. What happened to that? And we um, promised airtime. Yeah, and I said, "What do you got in mind?" He told me, "I was like, you know what? Listen, I think this idea is great, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm too busy. I'm not doing stuff for free no more. So if you're gonna pay me, I am. Pay me that money. Pay yeah, that I, money. That's honestly, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go and see what it's about, and then I'm gonna talk to them about either bringing in a sponsor with me or something. Right? Because that's uh, yeah. Because I mean, let's be honest. Well, 151 episodes now. We're yeah. a big deal. Well, I don't. I don't. We're I don't, a big deal. I don't want to say that necessarily, but I, I. I don't have the free time to volunteer for more. Not stuff. anymore because we've anymore. done yeah. that in the past. Yeah. We we lended our helping hand. And that's what got us here. But now that we're here, like yeah, it's now. like Drake says, started at the bottom. Now, now we're, we're here. here. We and started. Drake, Drake doesn't do. He doesn't no. do, do you free shows me? anymore, man. Kiki. Do you love me? That's right. He makes you dance out your car. But he does buy free out ice cream. Out your car. He does buy ice cream and give it away for free. Oh, does Did he? Did you hear that story? No. It's like two weeks ago. He was like in L.A. He just went and bought like a crap ton of ice cream and just posted up somewhere like at ice cream trucks and just started giving out free ice cream to people. So like an ice cream party? I guess. Like in the middle of L.A. Was it like an ice cream paint job? Ice cream paint job. Peanut butter. What was the rest of that? Man, you, you dropped the ball so hard. I know. Hard. I, I can hear it playing in my head. Ice cream, ice, ice cream, cream, ice cream, cream paint job. Lean Do on it right good. Yeah. Is it right good? I like that song. That's the only song the guy ever did. <laughs> I think so, right? Uh, that's really all he had to do. Yeah. I he's mean, done. Once once a little Wayne gets on the beat, you, you've made your money. <laughs> Cut the check. Cut the check, so pay me to do some extra stuff because my time is occupied. So I'm going to go out there. I'm going to give it a go. We'll see what happens. Yeah, man. you got a pretty face. I mean, you got a face for radio, but I mean, yeah. you got a nice beard, so that helps. We're built for radio. Dude, shave your entire head when you go. Not shave head. your head and wear shades. And wear shades? Mm-hmm. So white with cross? Is that what you're getting at? We're with the beard. Okay. 
shave the shave the head. The only way go I'm... Zach Galanopicus. No, shave the head, get some aviators. First of all, he doesn't the shave beard. his head. Yeah, he does. You ever seen the Hangover? Head shaved in Hangover Three. Yeah, head shaved in hang in one movie. Head shaved. I don't. How do you not fall down more? Head shaved. It's amazing to me because my body is proportionate, I and I can walk means. correctly. Mm. You have fallen down more than I have ever fallen down. I don't know if that's true or not. You have fallen down more times than I have forgotten to stand up. <laughs> Does that make any sense? No, not at all. <laughs> that's how I know. I don't think I need to believe you. So, um, speaking of standing up, I was in the uh, local Walmart's the other day, and. Um, I was getting little Say Savage a uh, sleeping bag for this uh, sleepover she was going to. And so I'm going down this aisle looking for pillowcases, okay? And as I enter the aisle, I look down, and there's another lady coming down the aisle as well. We make eye contact. So she knows I'm coming. I know she's coming. Okay. Should we get about halfway? She just stops her cart in the middle of the aisle. I don't understand these people. Picks up the phone and looks down at the hangers on the bottom rack and ignores that I'm there. So I wait, and I count to five. Okay. Whenever I got to five, what do you think happened? I'm going to give you – you get two guesses. You, you took her cart. You threw it over into the next aisle. Similar, but not congruent. Okay. Um, you took everything that was in her cart. You threw it on the ground. There was nothing in the cart. Oh. Uh, you slapped her phone out of her hand. The first thing I did was say, excuse me. Oh. No. To be polite. No, uh-uh. No response, straight savage mode. I took my cart, and I just went, wham! And I just whacked her cart out of the way and just kept on going. <laughs> like, it's etiquette, man. You make it eye contact. Etiquette. You know I'm coming. The space is big enough for both of us to get by. And then you stop just, in the middle. Yeah, just move. Uh, you know, Walmarts, I, man. They, yeah, they are the worst. And they people, are the worst. Like, people have no, like, aisle etiquette at all. None at all. Like, they'll just... They'll just park somewhere right in the middle of the aisle and just leave it at that. And People like, just, yeah, don't know etiquette anywhere. Right. They act like they're doing you Like a favor. anything. Like they're, oh, oh, did you want, oh, were you trying to, you were getting through? So like if you're in a parking lot, right, you're driving your car and let's, the exit's on the outside. So there's like 10 lanes going to one, one lane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So etiquette is when you come up, you let one person in, then you go. Right. It's like a Next shuffle. person, one. Yeah, exactly. One, one, one. Well, this dude like started flipping out because he was like the second one, and I wouldn't let him in. It's like that's not etiquette, man. We all take a turn. I go, they go, I go. It's like a stop sign. Right, right. Same thing in a parking lot. I also etiquette. I also am the guy who will block half the shoulder if I oh, see yeah. people driving on it. Me too. Uh-uh. Ain't having it. Me too. Oh, you're gonna pass all the traffic and then while well, we're all later? sitting here, no, going through the same thing. Yep. Nope. Yep. It's five thirty. Just hanging out with a million of my best friends at the park. On I, the I've freeway. now also become the guy. Like I'm not mad. I'm not angry. But I now will gesture at the car next to me. Oh, like, I love the gesture. Like when they cut me off or right. something or like they don't want to let me in, I'll give them the seriously. What, what's up, man? Yeah, like, Come on. Like, Be a good neighbor. Are you really in that much of a hurry? Eat some pork. Whoa. Be what, a good neighbor. What, what, what is the pork thing? I don't know. Bacon makes everything better. <laughs> I feel like people who are mad all the time just don't eat bacon. Most, like whole groups of people don't eat bacon. Yeah, and they're always mad. I don't think, I don't think so. All of them. I think the Jews are mostly sad. Every time I see someone and they're angry... I say, eat some bacon. I don't know. Feel I good about yourself. I think it's accurate. I think it is accurate. As the captain, I can do what I want. Yeah. And say what I want oh. while I'm on this radio show. Right? Because, you know, I've got a new nickname now. Oh, yeah? It's the bad boy Captain Joey Savage. Oh, Lord. I started playing this up over the weekend. So, I'm just curious how many wrestlers you get to rip off before one of them just power bombs you through something <laughs> that doesn't break. I would love to get power bombed through something. That'd be awesome. Really? Yeah. You'd love it or you couldn't stop it because they're bigger than you. No, I mean, I, you know what, dude? Like, we've been to some wrestling matches. You see those guys, they look some big on them, TV. Some of them aren't. They're not that big, man. A lot of them, a lot of them. And they look actually, squishy. Right. I mean, I could get in the ring. I mean, now, they've trained more than I have and they know, like, how to take the bumps and how to do the stuff. What? But, like, I could hang with them. You think so? Yeah. You think so? Let's put some sparring gear on. Let me show what that state champion's all about. So, like, I could definitely bounce around with the best of them. Right. But, but could I could I throw one of them around? Probably not. I could throw one of them around. I don't know. I'd get in that cruiserweight division. I'm only 75 pounds away. <laughs> 75 pounds in a million years. <laughs> like, that's that's how close you are to being in there. I could, be, I could have been on 205 when I was 17. Yeah. 
I was talking, Maybe. I was talking weight numbers to somebody. He's like, I'm 180. I was like, I I took a restroom movement that was bigger than <laughs> you today. Like, I can't remember the last time I was I said, 180. I think I was 180 my sophomore year of high school. When I graduated high school, I was 185. He was like, you got to play sports. I was like, well, I played sports until my knees exploded. And, yeah. And then it doesn't matter. And then like, I stopped playing sports, and the rest of my body just kept exploding right. at different occasions. Well, even when I played sports, I was never the little guy. No. No, you weren't. My, I was always the big head, fat one. <laughs> Corey, play left guard. Yeah. Okay, all right. All, right. all right. Someone move Corey out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do it, coach. He's too big. I, I distinctly remember uh, one time in like pee wee football. I was not good at pee wee. I didn't understand football yet. I didn't understand right, right. that it was a game of aggression and it was a game of inches and leverage and all that. I didn't understand. And Low I didn't, man wins. And I didn't care either back then. I just wanted to watch my X Men cartoons and yep. sleep in on Saturdays. And mom was making me go to play football. No, you're getting up at eight o'clock to put your pads on. Right. You're going to hit somebody, Corey. So be the juggernaut. Yeah. So we're out there one time and I'm, I'm someone fumbled and I'm already on the ground because someone else had already knocked me over yeah. and they fumbled by me. So I put my arm out to like scoop it in, and like five guys like jump on my arm, and so I was like, "Oh, my arm's hurt." And I told the coach, "Like, hey, they hurt my arm," and he was like, "Good, go go hurt them." And I was like, can "What? I, can I do that?" Am I Is that possible? So like, I was mad, so I went out there and I had like a really great couple of series. Yeah. And when I came back to the sideline, my coach and mom were at the, at the sideline. You're doing great out there, and I was like, "No, I'm just really angry right now." And they're like, "Okay, well, stay angry. Hold that anger." And mom's like slapping my helmet, and I was like, "Don't, no, that hurts. Don't do that." Channel that anger. <laughs> Channel it. I was not mentally prepared to play football as a no. child. I didn't understand. I don't think it. you're mentally prepared now. Like now, I at least know what's going on. When I played in middle school again later, I then at least cared. I was just so athletically far behind at that point. Right. There was no. There was no matter. saving you. No. There's no point. saving me now. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't do it. No. But um, yeah, good story, man. I like that. We're gonna close this uh, segment down. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna jump out to a break. When we come back, the weekly top three will return. Ooh, it's an exciting topic. Ooh, stay tuned. You will find out. Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Talk about our friends R and A Sports. Oh, sorry. Right here in Conroe, they're at thirty five zero one North Fraser Street. Thirty-five. They've got sports memorabilia out the wazoo. Any kind of uh, collectible sports-wise, they've got it. Uh, they've also got some New Era and uh, Mitchell and Ness apparel. So they've got just everything. If you want sports stuff, go see our friends at RNA Sports up in Conroe. Tell them we sent you, and they will give you a 20% off a ticketed item. Yeah, hey, hi, uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I gotta just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio, and great respect for you guys for tuning in and listening. Oh, it's Saturday night. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I am your captain, the bad boy, Joey Savage. Corey DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Station. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. I had to do it again so I could get it right. I know. I get it right. Because you're a failure. Before we jump off to Corey DLG, let's tell our friends about Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Yeah, absolutely. We just had Cadets Con there. That was a great time. Everyone had a good time. We also recorded our 150th episode. That's right. There In-house. Was there was cookie cake. It was wonderful. Oh, so delicious. BMAC is a great friend of the show, and we actually we absolutely recommend you go there if you got any sort of gaming needs or questions. Uh, tell you a little story. I saw a family come in during Cadet Con, and they brought their own game with them. Okay. Uh, which is totally allowed. Absolutely do it. Hang out. Like, just chill and see the environment. It's a family-friendly, great place to hang out and be around other people who like that kind of stuff, the, the gaming aspect of it. Right, right, right. They have Friday Night Magic. They got Dungeons & Dragons every day. Flux. They got Flux. They got Vanguard. They got all the different little games that you can play. Um, and more importantly than that, they got a ton of demo games. So, like, if you're not sure... If you just want to go and hang out with the kids, let's say, let's say you're a single dad, and you got the kids for the Wednesday night. What do you do? You go by Space Cadets, you come hang out, you go take them to dinner, you go play games. They all have a good time. They play the board games. You yep. go home, everyone's happy. The ex-wife is like, "You took him where? Oh, okay. Well, that's safer than the bar." You come out ahead. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Space Cadets Gaming, gaming right there across from Woodlands Mall in Oak Ridge, uh, right there on Robinson Road by Flips Gymnastics. If you mention Nerd Thug Radio. You will get 20% off your entire ticket. That's a deal. In the Space Cadets Gaming Gaming section. That's a deal. 
Let me tell you. So we've been talking a lot of community before we get into our weekly top three. Okay. We've talked. We talk a lot about community here on Nerd Thug Radio. We're trying to create a, a solid community. That's why we do a lot of stuff with local businesses. Yep. Just yep. we're trying to create a community. Well, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has embodied what that means. Yeah, definitely. This cadet kind of definitely reminded me of that. Well, when you go to a lot of these gaming stores, um, comic book stores. They will charge you a fee to rent their tables to play. Yes. So you can go, and there was one we used to go to a, a lot before we got into gaming gaming. Um, you could sit, if you sat down to play. The guy charged you. He would charge, hey, it's uh, 10 bucks a person to borrow this table for the next hour. Yeah. This place, BMAC, he does not charge a fee. You can, like you said, you can take your own game, go up there, and just be a part of the community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're going to meet some of, the nice, some of the nicest people I've ever met. I've met at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Yeah, one of the friendliest staffs staff, around. Absolutely. Say absolutely. That. All right. With that being said, that's enough uh, promoting our boy B Mac there. Enough Let's get schmoozing. Into, enough schmoozing him. Let's get into what he likes best, and that is the weekly top three. Boom. Tick. Boom. Boom. Oh, boom. God, I boom. We do boom. This. I gotta remember what we do this one day. Boom. 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 Hey, boom, it's boom, the weekly top boom, three. We're hanging out. You boom, see, boom, we're doing weekly. Boom, boom, ah, I got nothing to boom, do with it. It's about boom, villains. Boom, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. About to do a thing about villains. Corey D.O.G. killed it. He's killing. We're going to do their favorite rows. I don't know how it's going to go, but here we go. Corey D.O.G. number three. <laughs> nice save I had to there. save you, nice there, buddy. Save I had to save you. I so, literally I had nothing. <laughs> so um, I don't know why. Like I just Things just pop into my head as I'm watching stuff. Okay. Um, as I'm playing different things. Like, man, this would be fun to talk about, and this was one of them. After playing uh, the new Batman Hero Click set. I was about to say, this is probably what it is. Um, yeah, and then watching, I watched Flashpoint Paradox uh, last night uh, with, the, with the kids. I said, you know what? I wonder what superhero has the best villain rogue gallery. So, like, which superhero has the best list of supervillains that they fight on a constant basis? So, actually, real quick, before we get into it, I yes, got go an ahead. anecdote for you. You just reminded me of this. Yes, so I love, you just I love watched, those. You just watched Flashpoint Paradox. Michael B. Jordan is the voice of Cyborg. Okay, oh, so this weird. is this is a long time ago, right? Uh, at this point, how old is this? Four years? 2011, years? right? No, no, it came out in 2013. Okay, so, so five, five years. years old now. Okay, so they just did Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. Okay. Uh, you can Dude, DC kills it with these movies. They do. So you can check that one. You can check that out right now. Uh, rent it from your major providers, your cable and all that. Uh, I, th- I think I think I just saw it at the Red Box too because I was trying to see if there were any games at the Red Box. Um, so Suicide Squad Hell to Pay though it has Reverse Flash in it again, and you're like, oh okay, well, something's wrong with them though throughout the whole movie. Movie, yeah. You can't you, you can't quite place it. But like he goes fast and then like he can't and then he goes fast and then he can't. So you're like, oh, that's kind of weird. And actually, at one point, Deadshot even says, you know, we're fighting Reverse Flash. We should all be dead right now. Um, and so what you find out, what they reveal, the big secret at the end of the episode uh, is he's he's dead. Uh, reverse Flash from Flashpoint Paradox when Batman shoots him in the head. Right. I guess spoilers, but I mean, we're talking about Spoiler five alert. Um, when he shoots him in the head. He run. He summons every ounce of the speed force, and he's holding it inside of him right now, and that's how he's still alive. But every time he uses it, he dies some. Oh, and neat! So, like by the end of the episode, he's he's done all this crazy stuff trying to survive. So they've tied in a movie from five years ago into now into the Suicide Squad. So spot. great! They do a lot with the Teen Titan stuff too. I mean, how many have we watched? Say, like two of their videos now, three. They're all tied in in some form. Like they or all fashion. kind of loop in. Yeah, yeah. It good. was definitely interesting because, like, about halfway through, I was like, "Are they are they referencing Parrot like Flashpoint right now? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, what's going on? I'm gonna check that one out. It's all right. interesting. So cool. All right, here we go. All right. So, my, so you're number three. So my number three, I think from the Marvel side, he probably has the best villains. Okay. But I don't. I don't. I don't think it's the best overall. But I think it's your number three. Though. It's my number three. Okay. It's, uh, it's uh, Spider Man. You think so? I think so. I think, to be honest with you. I have Spider-Man. He was my number three, but then I pushed him back to an honorable mention to break the barrier a little bit with my number three. Okay. But he does, like, the Sinister Six. He's got, I think, a good list of villains that have been popularized. Yeah. Um, like, there's lots of versions of his villains. The Vulture, yeah. Rhino, Electro, Doctor Octopus, Venom, Sandman. Doc Ock. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's got a good list of them. And that game's going to come out soon. They're all going to be in there. And it's oh, going to be dope. Man. I'm so excited about that. I, I know, too, because, like, I'll go... Um, 
I've gotten back on this Funko Pop craze. Oh, Lord. Um, Sadie Savage, Willie Savage, they've also got into it. So every time we go to places, especially Space Guys Gaming Gaming, we look at them. Yeah. And so there's different versions. There's the movie version of Vulture. There's a regular version of Vulture. <laughs> there's the Electros, you know. There's the uh, Sandmans. It's, he's got some good villains, I think, that are, are become popular just because he's Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, also, like, you just, Spider-Man just kind of embraces the lizard. the lizard. Spider-Man kind of just embraces that silliness a little bit. Um, and so you get some kind of weirder guys, like he fought the kangaroo a bunch and stuff like yeah. that. And you know what's pretty decent when uh, Heroclix makes an entire set called the Superior Foes right. of Spider-Man. Shocker, Speed Demon, yeah. Boomerang, the, yeah. Beetle. I like him. Speed See, Demon. He's, he's had a bunch. He's had a bunch of... He has. Um, Craven. we're not even getting to him yeah. yet. Yeah. That's one of the best stories of all time. The the last the, the last hunt, the final hunt, whatever it was called. Man, I'm really so you gave me the Spider Verse trade. Yeah, I haven't started it yet because I just bought this super cool comics on on CD. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna start reading that, man. I, there's got to be some cool villains coming out of that one. Uh, that one's actually really interesting because it's about just this one family who's hunting spiders. Yeah, it's really more about the all the different. Essentially, pretty quickly, uh, Superior Spider Man, Doc Ock Spidey. He realizes that other Spider-Man and other realities are being killed, so he starts building an army. So um, cool. Because he's like, I ain't going down without a fight. I ain't going down like that. So, I ain't no punk. So he's sort of one of the reasons that this works is because, unlike Peter Parker, who would have just tried to handle this on his own, Doc Ock immediately sees strength in numbers, and he just goes around just recruiting just an army of spiders. Um, and so you see all these different like versions of Spider-Man yeah. in the book. It's so crazy. Because some of them aren't, a lot of them aren't even Peter Parker at that point. Like, uh, you know. Yeah, they're all kinds of different ones. Yeah, what if so-and-so got bit by a spider? Or what if uh, Spider-Man was Spider-Man because he built a, a spider robot instead of gets bit by a spider? Like, it's all kinds of these different. Alternate universes. Yeah. It's really What's cool, cool, cool is, you know, they changed uh, Spider-Gwen's name officially now. Uh, I heard that. So yeah. now it is, what, Ghost, Ghost spider? spider? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it, it plays into her colors. Yeah. The white and the black. Um, I don't know that she's very, very sneaky. Gives her her own identity. Yeah, because you can't call her Spider-Gwen inside. Yeah. It's Gwen Stacy, a Spider-Man from alternate reality. Right. So you can't call her Spider-Gwen. Everybody knows who she is. Right. So I guess she needed a way to protect herself. Reasonable. Reasonable. All right, so I'm going to get to my number three. What do you got? So uh, in the essence of Corey DLG, I have not just chosen one particular superhero. I love it. But it's four superheroes who have the same villains. Oh. It's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wah, wah, wah. I they've got some great villains. So when you think of the turtles, you think, oh, it's just Shredder, right? But like the more they they've done so much with the turtles, different cartoon versions, comics, movies. Those just got some some pretty cool uh, villains. You know, you got Shredder, Baxter Stockman, a guy who turns himself into a fly, like a bug. It's like super smart. There's Bebop and Rocksteady, which like. That's me and Corey. Like, we're Bebop and Rocksteady. Like, we went through that moniker for a long time, right? True, true. Uh, not even to mention Krang, the brain inside of a, <laughs> a huge, uh, a huge like, a robot. robot. And now in the newer one, the newer cartoons, like, the Krangs are a bunch of li- different little brains. Oh, really? Yeah, there's not, like, one, like, super brain. Um, but the Rat King, uh, there's so many cool ones out there, man. The Triceratons, they start fighting, like, Triceratons from, like, space. There's, like... Rockman from you know Army Guys, then Shredder's daughter, Subprime, like Lord Dreg, all these different villains. They're just fun villains that pop up. I guess so. I don't know. And I love them tremendously. I've always loved the turtles. Like that's the one thing that I have stuck to. That and GI Joe, no matter what. Like, yeah. Those two are the staples of who Joey really, Savage is. I don't really because we were huge in the turtles. You had we were. tons. Of, I had all of them. I had all of them. But like as we've grown up, like you've stuck with like the X Men has been the yeah. one thing that you have yeah. not faltered from. No, nothing. You have ne- never faltered from the X Men. I just don't know that I would consider the Ninja Turtles for something like this. But you're right. Like the villain gallery is crazy. It is, you it know, is. and and so I had to take a step out of uh, Corey DLG's book and break <laughs> the wall a little bit, you know, because I wanted to get get them in there. You throw in your love. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. you know, I mean, I didn't do the GI Joes. I mean, I could have done them. Oh, they're crazy villains. They got they got a ton of villains. How did you not so, throw them in? I mean, I wanted to, but like the G- so with the Ninja Turtles, it's the four of them, right? Right. They're the four, so they're always constantly. But with GI Joe, GI Joe is a agency like Shield almost, so they're constantly changing out different parts. So like you know, Cobra's got tons of things, but it's not. I think it was it's too much of a stretch. All right, okay. to try to get them in there. Okay. So like, you know, while I like to break the rules a little bit, I still have my own personal rules that I gotta follow. Oh, all right. You know. 
bad boy uh, Captain I Joey s- Savage. Oh, you know what I'm I see. No, no talking about. No me. No talking about. No me. Um. So yeah, I uh, I think the turtle villains are pretty darn good. We don't have enough time to start. No, we really two, don't. But um, who's your favorite turtle villain? My favorite turtle villain of all time. Yeah. Bebop and Rocksteady. Okay. All right. Love those dudes. They're they are one of the most steadfast. Although, right. I don't know by the end if they were still around. No, they're in like the, it's, the new one has gone to such like different links. I can't even. The cartoons imagine. is great. Like ah man, I I love those new cartoons. I'll have to check. I them watch out. them pretty often with the old Willie. I'll Savage. have to check them out. I guess. Yes, you will. Let's check out to a break. When we come back, we're gonna jump back into the weekly top three. We get our twos and our onesies. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hey guys, Joey Savage here from Nerd Thug Radio. I want to talk to you about my friends over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. School is about to be out. You need programs for the summer. What better way than to train in the art of Taekwondo? As the leader in martial arts in North Houston with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe, there's one in Magnolia. So wherever you're at here at Nerd Thug Radio, you can get there. They have amazing martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in your family. We're talking, if you're three... Or you're 63. There is a place for you at Cox ATA. Make sure you can check them out at www.coxata.com or you can just search Cox ATA on social media. If you mention Nerd Thug Radio, they will give you two free weeks of training. So go see my friend, Mr. Cox, aka the Nerd Ninja. Because Cox ATA martial arts, we teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Abel Andrew Jackson here, the face. professional wrestling i need you to stand up for greatness and always listen to nerd thug radio welcome back to nerd thug radio I'm the bad boy, Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And uh, check us out at facebook.com backslash nerd thug radio. Man, you know what? As I'm getting ready to do this thing, I just paid my next three months of Sony for PlayStation. Congratulations, Joey Savage. (laughs) I don't don't think I was going to do that, but I guess I did. Oh, it's automated? Yeah, it's automated. You do it three months at a time? Yeah. It's so much cheaper. Or six months, maybe? I don't know. I just paid 27 bucks. I don't know. How much is that? I, that might be six months. Maybe so. I don't do it monthly. I know that for sure. It's no, it's three months because it's ninety nine ninety nine for a year. Okay, so I did it for three months. I don't know why. It's totally worth it. You just pay for it for a year. How much is it for a year? A hundred bucks. Yeah, I don't want to spend a hundred bucks at that time. You just spend a hundred bucks. You're spending it. You're spending it every year. You're spending more than that. Yeah, I know, but it's like broken down in time. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't see the payments, dog. I don't see payments. the yeah, payments, bro. <laughs> All right, before we jump back into the weekly top three, I want to tell you about our friends at Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in martial arts in North Houston with two convenient locations, one in Conroe next to the Academy on the North Loop 336. There's also one at FM 1488 in Magnolia. If you go to that one, you're sure to find me and Sadie Savage there because we're there like three to four days a week. It does seem like you guys are there a lot. We are training. She is training like a mad ninja there all the time. She's working on her vigilanteism. Yeah. They have amazing martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in your family. Make sure you check them out at coxata.com, or you can search them on social media. Mention Nerd Thug Radio, and you will get two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts, we teach life skills. We build leaders. We leave. A legacy. Bada, bada, boom. Nico, where you at? Uh, Yeah, so I got this new thing they're starting this year uh, with martial arts and uh, taekwondo. Uh, so they've been doing like this team sparring stuff in the past. Okay. okay. Uh, but it's been like five members. And it's mostly been adults. Well, now they've started uh, this year breaking it down to like age groups. And it's okay. like three people per team. And so they're really doing this huge push. And so like they're going to get new uniforms and like you can get team sponsors and get their logo put on the uniforms. So pretty sure Nerd Thug Radio is going to sponsor a team and get our logo on there it's gonna be pretty dope so uh if you're you know if you're one of those people that wants to train martial arts but you're kind of like ah, you know there's not really a team aspect to it and i need that that team camaraderie now they got it so, so go see the nerd ninja so there's a uh, they have a mass uh they have like a five-on-five mma group thing ah, i've seen that Russia. 
It essentially looks like a brawl. Yeah, because they're all in there at once. Yeah. This is different. So what this is, so, and just, I'm going to break this down real quick, and we'll get in the top three. So typically when you spar, you're sparring 2-5. Every time you make a point, they reset. You've got two minutes. You spar for two minutes, but if someone gets the five, done, right? Uh, what they've done now with the team sparring is two guys and one female, and you get two minutes, right? And it's just continuous sparring. So you can minute and a half. And so you're, you get to match up with who, like, whoever wins the coin toss gets to decide who goes first. Um, and so you're sparring the same person for a minute and a half. So you can score as many points as you want to. Okay. And at the very end, they add up who has got the total mo- total points. Oh, and you right. win. So it's not like six people in there just going nuts at each other. See, that'd be awesome. Yeah, there's like a coin flip or something. And decide. So, like, if you win. Yeah, like, I don't know what you mean by goes first, honestly. So what it, what it means is, so, okay. So if you don't decide who you spar against, right? Coin flip, let's say my team wins. Other team has to select their competitor, put him out in the middle. Now you decide who's going to go up against that competitor. But the girls go first. Yeah, that's what it is. The girls go first. The team that wins, then they have to put their mouth. They decide who goes then. So you can play a little matchup game there. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. That's intriguing. All right, so back to these villains. Here we go. All right. So So my number two. Number two, that is correct. My number two is actually uh, the Batman villains. Which I... Had him as my number one, but now I'm gonna have to switch it up. I think he's a number one candidate. So the reason he's not number one to me is just because my number one, his villains can are a little bit more dangerous. Uh, Batman's villains. I think he though, just got more of them, and they're more prominent in all of pop culture. No, I think Batman's villains are probably more popular. I can, oh yeah, I, Batman's villains. Joker done. Yeah, Clayface. I mean, uh, who's the most popular villain of all? Joker done. Yeah, Harley Quinn also. Yeah, yeah. Joker and Harley Quinn. Batman wins. Yeah. Uh, and but you're then, right. Uh, Clayface, Two-Face. The Penguin. The, Penguin, the Riddler. The Riddler. The I mean, Condiment King. <laughs> don't worry about that guy. I just, Clockwork Man. Catwoman. Catwoman. That's another one. Uh, Bane. Like, there's so many. There's Poison Ivy. Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Love me some Mr. Freeze. Not the Arnold version. I don't know. The Arnold version wasn't it wasn't good, but it wasn't bad. It right. Was fun to, it was fun to stare at. Uh, um, overall, like you're talking about a really dangerous group of characters that all... Challenge him in different ways. Right. Um, some of them more psychological, like the Joker. Scarecrow. Uh, Scarecrow. Uh, you know, they more challenge Batman on the base level. Because essentially, if you if you were to psychoanalyze somebody like Batman, you would say he's embracing his fears to try and put fear in others. Right. Because fear is such an important part of his life. <laughs> because essentially, he's afraid of his fear of bats and his sense of depression and loneliness is what makes him Batman. Correct. So the idea, like, someone like Joker... Who just wants to play games. Someone like Scarecrow who uses fear as a weapon. Someone right. like and so he wants them to be afraid of him. Yeah. So he's got to kind of like out BA those guys. And it's it's just a really intriguing idea. I know who your number one is. And when we get there, I'm gonna make one argument to why Batman is better. Okay. Wait right. till we get there. Okay. I mean you'll be wrong, but okay. <sighs> nope. I will not. Um but yeah, I just think the Batman villains overall, they they pose Man, bat. Like, like a dip, like a deeper mental threat to yeah, Batman. I think so. And so, like, he's got to deal with and Bane. You know, Bane actually Ooh. broke the Batman. Broke his point. back, bro. So that's pretty impressive. Broke that back. Um, what about you? What's your number two? So my number two, um, flipping a little bit here, changing some stuff up. Uh, my number two, I'm gonna go with the Flash. Okay. Now, while I don't think his villains are all that great. <laughs> I think. It fits in with who the Flash is. So the Flash, for the most part, his story, his comics, they're they're not as dark and serious. He's a little more friendly. The, he's yeah. He's he's like the Spider Man of Marvel. Yeah, of DC. Of DC. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. the Spider Man of DC. I right? agree. I agree. Uh, so it, it just your Spider Man was what your number three, and so yep, Flash well. number two. So you got these villains who are kind of hokey a little bit. They're, they're kind of fun. And now they, Captain Cold is probably one of my favorite villains overall. And for, they have a code that they operate with, right? When dealing with the Flash, they got Captain Cold and Heat Wave and Mirror Master, the Golden Glider, the Golden Glider. And they're like all related. Yeah, the top, um, the top. Yeah, it's another good one. Then you've got um. Um, then you have the greatest one. What's the uh, the reverse flash? Oh, Gorilla Garage. Gorilla Garage. Like he's fighting a gorilla. Like reverse flash. The Weather Twins. Yeah, yeah. You know he's got a bunch of. I think like Batman and I think just DC. We've talked about this. They just do a better job. I think of making villains as a whole towards one's hero in a localized. You know, 
flashes in Central City. So all these villains, for the most part, are in Central, Central City. City. Yeah. Same thing with Batman and Gotham. And so they're kind of hokey, but it all fits in and it all works in a good story. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think when you go, I mean, the Rogue Gallery, Flash created the Rogue Gallery. That's where you get, get the term from. Right. And so I think uh, he's not think, but I know he's my number <laughs> two. All right. That's fair. That's and all right. Fair. Who's your number one? All right. So my number one is Superman. Everything with you comes back to Superman in some form or fashion. Well, he, he is the he's he really is the birthplace, the starting point of modern superheroes. Um he is where man retires myth and mytholo- and mythology and moves into this modern icon base world that we live in now where everything is logos and superheroes and and legacies and all of that. Superman starts all of that. Um, there's really, you know, give me some, uh, Superman villains. People know there's Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor, everyone knows him. Maxwell Lord. Nah, he's not really a Superman villain. Sort uh, of similar. Not congruent. He's a Justice League villain. Uh, what you got? Dark side. Dark side's one, but he's also like a Justice League villain. No, dark side is a Superman villain. I mean, the Teen Titans stop dark side. Uh, that's fine. Dark side's a Superman villain. Um, doomsday. Yeah. I'll give you that one. Uh, Zod. So that's a big one. Parasite. Um, there's just all kinds. The, the Toy Man, Mr. Mixoplex. Mixie. Um, he, Superman has to deal with the things that no one other character can deal with. Right. And then when it gets bigger than that, then he calls in for help. But he is the guy who... When he demand. He demand. He demand. So, you know, when, when Darkseid shows up and he wants to take over Earth, there's only one person he respects, and it's Superman. Go get him, Soups. So... You know, the two of them have long had their own little politics and deal making, and they've had right. to deal with each other because they're both supremely powered beings. True. And Superman knows to destroy Darkseid would cause a lot of devastation and a lot of unrest and issues on Apocalypse. And Darkseid knows that it would take a lot of energy to stop Superman. Right. So they're kind of at it like a detente most of the time. So here's where I'm going to just throw right. my one thing in, and okay. then I'll jump into my. My number one. All right, what do you got? Um, the reason I think Batman's villains are better. Okay. Because Batman has such good villains, they've been able to make multiple Batman video games. But that's not because and of... no Superman games. But that's not because of the villains. No, that's because he's got such great villains to fight. Different crime bosses every level. No, because it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's over and been over. awesome. All right, so my number one. Actually, there hasn't been a good Batman game ever. And yeah, just, what? What Batman game is good? Arkham Origins, Arkham Asylum. Okay, the Arkham ones were good. but All the, the Arkham ones. The Arkham ones, okay, but that was... All of them? That's that's three. That's all I care about. How many good Superman games have there been? There's none because never been one because he can do everything. So there's no way to build. He's not even that good at injustice. Well, that's right because everyone else has to be able to fight him. Yeah, he's not even that good. Mm -hmm. All right, so you're you've taken all my time up. (laughs) Uh, So my number one is the greatest superhero of all time. I'm not saying Cable. Uh, It's Captain America. I think the Captain America villains are pretty strong. You ready for this? Red Skull. You got Red Skull, Artem Zola, Baron Zemo, Baron Strucker. Freaking um, Adolf Hitler at one point. True. Uh, you got the Viper, the whole Serpent Society. You got Batrock and the Batrock Brigade. Not to mention the Winter Soldier at some point. Um, and then Dr. Faustus, who everyone wants to look over, but he brainwashed Sharon Carter to kill Captain America. I mean, he's got uh, Crossbones, Sin, all of Hydra. Yeah. It's a pretty strong list for uh, Captain America. No, Captain America has um, good uh, villains. Modoc. Yeah. I mean, he's, I mean we, we could go on for days. Weeks. His are so primarily based in that World War Two moment right. of Hydra. Also, anybody named Baron. Baron anything. Um, Baron yeah. anything. Baron, Baron Corbin and yeah. him fight. Um, I like to see him destroy Baron Corbin. You, you hate Baron Corbin. I hate him so much. Although, I do like his new character they the have. The Sheriff. Yeah, it's kind of like he shaved his head, which is great. Saw. Yeah, he needed uh, to shave but his yeah, head. But Captain America, I think he has... You know, when I look at DC, my number one choice for DC would be Batman. You took it. And for Marvel, it's Captain America. See, Two are like the... Quintessential like masterpieces or like foundations of their interesting their thing is those two guys. So I'm gonna throw you for a loop here right before we get out. Let's not do that. Once okay. you hold that loop, all right, and bring it to me when we come back. You're listening to Nerd the Radio. Ladies and gentlemen of Nerd Thug Radio Listening Kingdom, let me tell you about my friend Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. You cross Robinson Road away from the Woodlands Mall, and you will wind up at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, the family-friendly number one place to go to get your game on. 
They got Dungeons and Dragons going on nightly. They got Friday Night Magic. They got a Vanguard and all kinds of great games. They have demo games. They have a knowledgeable staff. They have family friendly atmosphere. This is where you go. Ooh, I'm so excited. This is where you go now that summer is over and school is starting. This is where you go to get your game on, okay? They got all kinds of board games, anything you're looking for. They got all the different guidebooks for Dungeons and Dragons and all the different role-playing games. They got different Star Wars. They got everything you could possibly want, need, or look for in a gaming store. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. Satan Earth Radio sent you, and you will get 20, 20%. Is that right? 20% off your ticket. Hi, this is Rob Guillory, the artist of Chew. Just want to say shout out to Nerd Thug Radio. Keep it real. Oh, it's Saturday night. Welcome back to episode 151 of Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! I'm the bad boy, Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. You're listening to us on Conos FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. And you can hear us on the radio, FM in Montgomery County, every Monday, every Friday, 2 to 3 p.m. If you miss it, the podcast drops at 6.01 p.m. That's right. Check if it out. If you're not in Montgomery County, though, and you want to hear us before anybody else does, download that IR Lone Star app mm-hmm. on your phone. You can catch us Mondays and Fridays, 2 to 3 First play of Nerd Thug Radio. Now, before you throw me for this loop, okay, I want to tell everybody about my friend Rich over at RNA Sports. Oh yeah, RNA Sports located in Conroe, the only sports memorabilia store in Conroe. It's on Fraser Street, north of FM thirty eighty three. You go in there. There's a big sign that says RNA Sports. We were there a couple weeks ago recording. I know. You walk in there. You say, Rich, I'm looking for an autograph. I need some Mitchell and Ness apparel. I need some new era socks or some new era hats. I need autographs. I need Funko Pops. I need just collectibles, man. I need collectibles. If he doesn't have it, he'll find it for you. Yes, he will. You need one of those Kate Upton Astro sweaters? That's the man to go see. It's like the only person in like the entire greater Houston area that's getting those things. That's really awesome. It's amazing. Tell him we sent you. He'll give you 20% off one item. Use it wisely. All right. Throw me for this loop, bro. Okay. So for those who don't know, for those who <sighs> remember... Yeah, yeah you did well there, man. Thanks, man. Gonna be exhausted. I didn't even mumble a word. I know, real impressed. <laughs> One take. Uh, <laughs> Jay Z. Uh, yeah. So for those who remember, uh, for a little while, for a little while there in Marvel, they were struggling with Avengers, Captain America, Iron Man, Fantastic Four. The titles weren't doing well during the onslaught run. Those heroes, quote unquote, died and disappeared. They did Heroes Reborn, where the Image people came back and relaunched those Marvel titles for them. When they reintegrated them back into the Marvel Universe, it sparked for Captain America, like, the best run that he had had in a, in a long time. It was Kurt, the best. It was Kurt, uh, Kurt Busiek. Busiek? I don't know if I'm saying that right. And his run on Captain America became, like, legendary. Him and, I want to say Mark Wade followed him. It might be Mark Wade and then Kurt Busiek drew. No, I think the Cooper's Drew. Brudebaker. I'm now confusing myself. No, no, Brudebaker's next. Okay, so he's the uh, third guy. So he's he's in later, but when they first come back from Heroes Reborn, Captain America needs to be reintroduced to the world. The world has changed, obviously. It's been a few yeah, years yeah, yeah, and blah, blah, sure. blah. And the villains that he runs through in this, in this first year and a half are completely atypical non-Captain America. People like Nightmare... Uh, he fights a scroll for a little while who had been impersonating him and like hurting his nice. image and was running for president as Captain America. Like, <laughs> I mean, a, lot of, a lot of cool it, stuff, man. It's a lot of twists, a lot of big things. And it really, it elevated Captain America because it set him in a different way because yeah. you're just used to seeing him as World War II, Captain America. Boom, boom. Then he came back. I fight long, Nazis. For the longest time, he was on that run with like the Falcon. Yeah, they were fighting all these like rando villains and like not even in the country. It just it just didn't it. It wasn't Captain America. Captain America is America in a lot of ways, yeah. and so you want him, you want to centralize him here. You want to show him interacting with people, and so it was it was a really cool run when he when he came back that you hadn't ever seen, seen before. before, and it was it it really worked. You know what else I I think saved. Not just Captain America, but Marvel heroes in general. Okay, what? The uh, Ultimate Universe. Yes, absolutely. That, because, okay, so here's one thing that me and you always talk about, especially with me, a little bit with you as well. When I start to read something or watch something or play something, I want to start from the beginning. Yeah, I don't want to pick up in the middle. Absolutely. I want to start from number one. So for the longest time, like, 
you know, your standard superheroes like Iron Man, Superman, I mean, not Superman, Iron Man, Captain America, the Avengers, you couldn't get a number one copy. No, no. You couldn't get from the origin, so you're picking up in the middle a lot of times. Right. And so when you're in, when in, when did the Ultimates come out? Early 2000? Yeah, yeah. So when you're, you know, Joey Savage and you're 16 and you're wanting to read about, you know, their origins of Captain America, there's nothing for you. You can't get a hold of it. Mm. So they did this whole Ultimates run that was an alternate kind of version. An alternate yeah, it's a different universe, universe, but the idea is what if and they modernized, a modern universe. They modernized yeah. them. And, you know, and it really, and a lot of the movies are based off of the ultimate type stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it really, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Nick Fury, for instance, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it really helped build those characters back up. Because yeah, now it was a new generation of readers that were coming in and getting to start from the ground. They floor. took those big icons. They took, they took, uh, they did with all of the X-Men, X-Men Fantastic Spider-Man, Wars. Fantastic Four, and Avengers. Yeah. Oh, and the Avengers, they even, they, they named them the Ultimates. They yeah, they weren't, weren't even the Avengers. They weren't even the Avengers. And stuff like Iron Man, you, you, they treated the suit was almost like a like a, a jet fighter, almost like yeah. it had a crew that was running it. The, you didn't he didn't just put it on, and so the movie actually borrowed that that the suit is actually loaded onto him. Right. You actually see, you know, in the first set, he's wearing like an Under Armour that connects to the armor. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of cool stuff with the Ultimates, like the right. runs with the whole Hank Pym story, the Hulk story mm-hmm. was great in mm-hmm. there. Um, and, you know, they've since. You know, crashed the Ultimate Universe into the normal one and brought right. a few guys there. But the Spider-Man run on there was amazing. Spider-Man was amazing. That was uh, such they a just, cool they did some. It was a chance for like a new generation even of writers to start brand new with mm-hmm. these characters. And uh, it was one of those things that really helped propel Marvel it was. to the so, next okay. level. So some things you don't know because you, you didn't realize. Back in the day, they used to tell stories in one issue yeah. and be done with it. Which, was, right. which is a good thing and a bad thing. What that means is Uncle Ben says all of, like, 12 things in reality, like, in while he's still alive before anything happens to him. So in the Ultimate Universe, they didn't kill him right away. They killed him, like, issue four. Right. And so... You got, like, four issues with Uncle Ben. And so you see why Uncle Ben's such a big deal. You see why he right. mattered so much more. Right. like, oh, man, like, they had a really great relationship. Whereas before, it was just always Peter Parker telling you... About Uncle Ben. Hey, Uncle Ben So, was like, awesome. me as a comic reader, like, I read comics when we were younger. Yeah. Uh, early 90s. You know, I, I fell off for a while... Like my junior high and my high school years, I didn't read as much, and I got back into it in college. And so, for me, my modern set of reading, a lot of it was these these arcs, these issues, you know, six, seven, eight issues of arcs of, of stories. Um, and so, then I started going back and buying, you know, I bought like a lot of Co- Captain America comics one time. It was like thirty comics. Uh, there was like a run during the eighties or whatever. But you're right, every issue was its own separate story. Right. So I was reading thirty different stories, not just three. And, it, and uh, then, like, there was a big difference there. They also, like, back in the day, the kind of the formula for writing was the big, crazy superhero stuff was only one issue, and then the back stuff was what was going issue to issue to issue. So, like, if you, if one of Captain America's friends uh, was trying to find an apartment, it would take him three issues to find, to find an apartment. It. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they would always do that stuff where the, the backstory would, was, but that's kind of neat because, like, if you, if you were to collect it, like, it would feel like, like one this, big story. There's this stuff going on in the background yeah. all the time. Feels like real life. Yeah, for and, sure. And that was what made Marvel different than DC back in the day is that there was always something going on. Like every time you would sit down and catch a break, oh man, I just fought Magneto. Everything's crazy. Oh, and then Storm walks in and is like, yeah, I can't find my dog. And you're like, <laughs> oh, come on, man. Like, it's in Wakanda. Let's go. Can I catch a break? And like, can I it, catch it? And it's always just kind of stuff was happening. And right. that was always the neat thing about the way Marvel told their stories versus the way DC Yeah, because even, even growing up, you know, you were different. You were in a lot of stuff. I was only reading X Men comics. Right, that is it. Yeah, I only read X Men stuff up until like the two thousands. Well, and I didn't branch did. out to. To anything. be fair, a lot of people they were selling a million copies. Of yeah, them. I didn't sell out to like I didn't read out read much of anything. But yeah, I, mean, I knew the stories, you know, and I read about it. Right, but like as far as like I might have read a couple here or there, but like religiously as a kid, like I was only reading X Men stuff. Well, and it's funny because the Ultimate Universe they go about it in a way in much different way. Um... They okay, so X Men really for a long time it was Professor X and the original five Cyclops, right. Jean Grey, Beast, Iceman, Iceman and Angel. Angel. In the Ultimate Universe, when you meet them, it's Cyclops, Beast, Jean Grey, but then it's Storm, Colossus, and Iceman. And, I love and Wolverine. Colossus, man. And those are they basically took the best X Men and put them in and put them in right away, which is sort of different because what it you know it took it took 15, 20 years before Wolverine and Colossus and Storm were ever X Men. And so it's really interesting the way that that... That was always my one of my favorite things as a kid also with the X-Men stuff was there was the X-Men, there was X-Factor, right. there was X-Force, there was Excalibur, 
There was all different versions, X-Men Blue, X-Men Gold, they just brought back. There was so much going on with the X-Men that it was awesome because, like, you could get a full fill of comics just reading that. Yeah, no, and you really you could. You have to go back. No. Um, but, yeah, it was definitely, um, the Ultimate Universe was a really good idea. The whole bit uh, in the Hulk movie where Edward Norton gets thrown out of the helicopter uh-huh. and turns into the Hulk when he lands, that's straight out of the Ultimate Comics. Straight out of it. Um, Bruce Banner, you know, they were scared of him because the Hulk was unstoppable. And two of the best Marvel animated movies ever made was the Ultimates 1 and 2, those, yes. those films. Yes, they were. they were. Two of the best ones they've ever made. Yeah, you're definitely right. The Ultimate Universe was a great idea, and they kept over some of the stuff and brought it over Miles Morales, mm-hmm. the other uh, Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some... There's a, uh, I want to say there's a couple of characters that made it over. I'm not sure. Not a whole bunch. Not a whole bunch. You know, a good amount. I think uh, Wolverine's son came over. Dakin or the other one? The other one. Okay. There's, he actually has, in that reality, uh, he was like a straight Wolverine. So like Jimmy Hudson or something like that. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Hey, uh, did you, so, I don't know why this is popping in my head. We've got a few minutes to get out of here. Uh, did you see how well Johnny Manziel did in his start? What was it, four interceptions? So I was, uh, I was at a customer... And they were playing, um, like, some Manziel repeats on ESPN, like, two or something. Oh, no. Getting ready for his thing. Yeah, because he got traded, and then to Mike like, Sherman now was his coach. So Mike got, Sherman recruited him, so everyone thought. He got traded to the worst team in Canadian football. But everyone thought Mike Sherman could Montreal be. Montreal Alouettes. Yes, but everyone thought Mike Sherman could be the, the Manziel whisperer. Turn him around. Yeah. He's going to get a start. You know, he's, he was looking good in practice. He looks like he's healthy. This is what I hear. They I pump hear he's it in up. Shape. I hear he's ready. They pump it up, and then I see the uh, stat line four picks. Yeah. They were down, I believe, 38 to 7. Now, he is on the worst team in the league, so maybe he's not even going to throw to, but still, That's you can't throw start. four Throwing four picks, like, That's you're not, not you're not hitting your spots, bro. You're not helping anybody. You're not way. hitting your spots at all. And maybe they're not going to their spots, but maybe then you stop throwing. To yeah, them. start like, running. Start running. Tuck Do it down else. and go, baby. Tuck it down and yeah. go. If you, if you don't throw four picks, but you just have 30 rushing yards, maybe we're better off. How much does Baker Mayfield end up like Johnny Manziel? Uh, man, the Browns are so bad. Oh. It's just now, – now, here's the thing, and this is, this is what the Browns do to you every – They get your hopes up? They, they make what seems like good personnel decisions. Uh-huh. And then the season starts. <laughs> and then, and then you, they go on the field. Yeah, and then you see it. And it never works. It's almost like if someone was giving you a recipe yeah. that sounded amazing. Like they were like, what if I could give you steak and, and chocolate and and strippers? And like you're just like, this sounds like the greatest thing ever. And then you put it all together. You and put it all worse. together. And when it pops out, like it's it, what they actually mean is strippers made of steak. Like throwing chocolate on you. It's <laughs> not like it's not anything you wanted at all. Like it's no. the worst experience of your life. Uh, it's the Browns have done this, so I don't know. Like, so we're gonna jump out of here. But before we get out, there will be a Nerd Thug Radio Fantasy Football League with a live draft held at RNA Sports. We're looking for ten to twelve people. Yes, we've already got eight. So there's four spots left. So, so we're not looking for. 10 there's to 12 four people. spots left. I'm gonna put something up on Facebook this week. If you want to get in on this fantasy football league and play with NTR, me and Corey, we're pretty good. Yeah. We win a lot in this. And just so we're clear, we're competitive. So if you're going to sign up for this and the, you start sucking, we're going to we're There's going to be you cash out. involved. You, your name will be there heard There is on a the cash air. entry, and we will talk about this weekly when NFL starts. That's right. Get there. All right. So for the bad boy, Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. We are Nerd Thug Radio. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. <laughs>